Hi there, and welcome to the Rad Parenting Podcast. My name is Holly Kyle. I will be your moderator for today. And with me, as always, I have Tracy Turner, licensed clinical mental health counselor, supervisor, uh, based out of North Carolina, but been working with reactive attachment disorder and complex developmental trauma for over 30 years now, Tracy. Oh, getting old. Yes. Yeah, no, no. Getting, <laughs> getting experienced. That's what we call right. it. Getting wiser as we go along. Yeah. And today we're going to talk about something I know you have been anxious to share and parents have been anxious to hear about it. And that is a process called um, acknowledge, validate and redirect. Did I get that right? Yeah, there, it, it's really kind of something that I've put together that I'm recognizing that when parents are interacting with their kids um, and they get really frustrated and they get really irritated to figure out how do we do a little bit, how, where, what are the boundaries, right? Okay. And, what, um, and so um, at some point we'll have a little nice little graphic of a box because my image of this is, is a box. So the outside walls of the box are the four boundaries that I always say to parents, you know, your kid be, could be doing really well and they could be doing really horribly and everything in between, the boundaries don't change. Oh, that's good. So that's good to know. Yeah. So these don't change this, these set boundaries, guidelines um, don't change. And there's where it's like, where it's kind of like, kind of acknowledging <laughs> and validating the fact that this is a groundhog day. This is, this is where this is a process learning how to have a healthy attachment, how to have a sense of safety um, and that's sort of Dan Siegel's talks very beautifully about that sense of safety inside. Um, that takes time and it takes consistency and it takes patience. And how do you set the boundaries so that no matter what your child is doing, you have the guidelines of how to, how to create that consistency with compassion, a little bit mm -hmm. of sense of humor, um, a little like not attached to the outcome. Uh, sure. Yeah. So this sounds like a really good tool for parents to be able to go to, um, you know, both when things are good, but just to kind of keep in place, but, but also when things start to creep up and get a little more tense at home. Yeah. So how do you start to set that, that framework of the, the outside box? Yeah, good question. So, you know, initially when parents come in, I was like, okay, so we really want to teach the kids to do things fast and snappy, right? The first time mom and dad's way or the parents way, depending on who the parents are. Um, and that's a little mantra that I want the kids and the parents to repeat over and over. Huh? Interesting. Are you doing things fast and snappy right the first time my way? How do you need to do things? And the child should be able to wrote, repeat, you know, fast and snappy, right? The first time mom and dad's way. Um, in general, it's mom and dad. Uh, so, and the reason I have kids repeat that from the ages of three all the way up through 18 is it helps the brain to kind of like, it's just like a little reminder, like when parent, when people put little rubber bands on their wrists and snap it, it kind of, it's just, a, it's a constant little reminder of, oh, I need to stop and think here. I need to slow things down a little bit. Mm -hmm. And it's very diagnostic for me when kids come in or after I teach them that I say, so how do you need to do things? And they'll say quick and fast and, uh, you know, my mom's way. And I was like, oh, okay, let's, because once they get it, then their brain is receptive to listening, right? Uh, so, yes. yeah, so it's, you know, and it's no problem. I was like, you know, I got all the time in the world. You can take as long as you need to learn how to say fast and snappy right the first time mom and dad's way. And it's important for the parents to learn that as well. So that's kind of like, that's the, that's the, that's sort of like the bottom foundation, 
right? Okay. That's kind of like Bill. That's one. That's one. That's one line of the box. Okay. One wall of the box. Um, and I have kids do that way because what it helps is just it creates that cause and effect thinking. It gives a child an opportunity to, while they're saying that, to stop and catch a breath and kind of go, okay, how, how am I going to choose to do this? Am I going to choose to do it fast and snappy? Am I choose to do it right the first time? Am I choose to do it mom and dad's way? Um, so that kind of uh, slows the chaos down sometimes, not always, but you know, it helps. Um, so there's the, that's the first uh, one of the walls, right? And, is, um, and then um, the second wall that I think is really helpful for parents and for kids is there, there is no negotiating. Mm. We do not negotiate with our kids. And that's a really hard concept for parents to understand sometimes. We do not say, hey, if you do this, then this will happen. Mm. It's not a tit for tat. It's not a contract, right? And if the contract is, I, if I, if, you know, if I have an, someone that's, I, if I'm an employee or an employer, it's like, yeah, here's my contract. This is what you expect me to do. That's a contractual relationship. This is a reciprocal reciprocity relationship. So it is not a tit for tat. It is, there's no equal flow here. There's, there's a general, uh, you know, give and take. So okay. there's where it's like, there's no negotiating. Okay. And it also sets the kid up to kind of go, well, if I, if I, well, if I pick up my shoes fast and snappy right the first time mom and dad's way, like, what am I going to get out of it? Mm. Right. And they think they're going to get something concrete external and they're going to have to realize that the external reward is not so fulfilling as the internal sense of connection. Right. So that's why, why, that's what we're trying to set up. We're trying to set an internal sense of connection. Therefore we take the negotiating out. Okay. Develop the relationship. So we've got a floor, we've got one wall. Yep. How about the other wall? Yeah. The other wall is, um, is that, you, you want to repeat to yourself and to your child inside, internally, externally, as much as possible. You know, you're, I'm always your mom or I'm always your dad. I'm always your parent and you're always my kid and I'll always love you. Okay. Um, might not be real crazy about your behavior right now. I'm not real happy with you. A little disappointed, a little angry. Don't want to hang out with you right now. Those can all be feelings. But the underlying message is, is there's a level of unconditional acceptance and love there. Yep. I'm always going to be your mom. You're always going to be my kid. You know, I'm always going to love you. Not feeling it right now, maybe, or I'm feeling it a lot. Either way, mm -hmm. it's really good to give that message and to tell yourself as a parent, you are awesome parent. Yeah. You might not feel like it. You might not, you feel, you might feel like you're doing a horrible job. You might feel like you're helpless, hopeless, that you're really messing up. And all of that's probably true. And underneath that, you're there, you're showing up, you're still the parent, the child is still the child, and we're going to move on. So that's kind of like, that's kind of like the foundational component of, of trying to remember. And that's sort of my job is to help light that up, to remind mm -hmm. you, um, to look in my eyes and kind of go, hey, I see, I see what an awesome parent you are. I see what an awesome kid you are. You know, might not be real happy with your choices that you're making right now, but there's something lovable. There's something you have a purpose and you're doing, yeah. you are capable of doing a good job. Um, and that's what we're going to get you to. We're going to get you so that you recognize that you're capable of doing a good mm -hmm. job. Right. Um, so that that's, that's kind of like the umbrella, right? That's the, that's, I always sort of think of that as the, the floor wall, right. That kind of, kind of reverberates up through, okay. um, up through it. Um, okay. Yeah. So in my mind, it's like, 
you always have been, always will be lovable. I always be your mom. You'll always be my kid. It's kind of like the foundation. And then we float up to the, the wall on top, which is doing things fast and snappy, right? The first time mom and dad's way. Mm-hmm. And then the one wall over here is there's no negotiating, right? There's no right. negotiating. So then we got to come figure out well, what's the ball, what's the wall here that holds it all together. Right. So on that side is, um, it's kind of like what I would call the parts language. And this is where Frank Anderson does a beautiful job of sort of explaining that in his internal um, family systems approach um, of, you know, there's a part of me that's really angry with you. There's a part of me that's really grieving. There's a part of me that's been really traumatized. Um, and I've heard other therapists talk about it as, you know, we have these interruptions in our lives. We have these moments of, of chaos, but it's not all of us. It's mm. not the entirety of us. And that's really important to begin to distinguish because if I'm arguing with my partner and they say to me, you know, you always do this. It's, you know, you're right. like all of you is being irrational right now. Then I'm going to like, oh, you want to see all of me be irrational? You haven't <laughs> seen anything yet. All right. And so right. it happens in partnerships as well as, as the parent child connection relationship. So when we kind of say, huh. I'm noticing that a part of you is really upset right now. And honestly, as I say, there's a part of me that's really disappointed in you right now, but there's another part of me that still is your mom, still your, you're still my kid. So there's like the parts language is really important to kind of break down. Um, and in that, that this wall has got a lot of kind of, you know, it's got the parts language and it's also having time to regroup. It's a time when we can sort of say delayed consequence is a wonderful thing. Mm. And always say, you know what? Let me get back to you on that. Okay. Try not to worry about it right now. I'm going to get back to you. That's a really good love and logic kind of one-liner. I'm going to get back to you on this. No problem. You know, let me, you know, I'm going to take that on your advisement. Let me think about that for a moment. Interesting. And that, it's giving the child and also the parent permission to have this expansiveness of like, all right, the, you know, the, the, the glass got thrown across the kitchen and it's spattered everywhere. And, you know, things are pushed off the shelf or you just put a hole in the wall. I was like, we can take a time out here. Okay. So there's, because, so there's, this is the foundation that Mm -hmm. helps move into what I'm going to be talking about next, which is acknowledging, validating, redirecting to connect. So when we have this, these bot, this box in place, what gets put in the box that is more fluid and is more, it's got, uh, doesn't, you know, there's no rhyme or there's no sense of order to it in the sense that it, it, there's no right or wrong. Mm-hmm. Right? There's no right or wrong to this. This is just a, being able to kind of say, okay, I am going to acknowledge the situation. Huh. Hey, Jimmy, it looks like you just put a hole in the wall. Wow. Bummer. Right. So it's acknowledging you know, it's calling a spade a spade. It's acknowledging the situation. And we do that with compassion. We do that with non-attachment to the outcome. It's because we can say that in a snarky, sarcastic manner. Wow, I can see you really put a hole in the wall there. Right. And the kid's going to put another hole in the wall more likely. Or we can say that with a lot of anger and it's going to, ha- and it's just going to create the, the chaos. What we want to do is bring the nervous system down to a place of being able to, to, to connect. So okay. it's, kind of like, it's acknowledging the situation. Wow. You are, you know, you are really angry right now. So that's kind of acknowledging, you acknowledge the feeling, can acknowledge the situation, whatever intuitively feels best at that given moment. So you're acknowledging it. And then we're going to step down and we're going to validate. And the validation piece is, wow, I bet that there's a part of you 
that is really nervous right now or is feeling not heard or that you're feeling really scared right now. Um, so there's whatever in that, you know, parents typically know what that is for their child. We're just gonna validate the feeling. This is not a discussion. This is not a therapy session. This is not a long dialogue. This is a one-liner of wow. And we try as much as possible to say that with as much empathy and lack of attachment to the outcome, right? It's like, you know, I might need to dodge, right? But it's kind of like we want to, we want, we're trying to de-escalate de and not add more fuel to the fire. Okay. And acknowledge the situation and we're going to validate the feeling. We're not asking, oh, are you feeling angry right now? Or I, you know, huh. We're just sort of, it's just a statement. Okay. Statements. It's important to do statements. When we ask a child a question, we put, it's more likely than not, we're going to put them on the defensive, right? Because if you ask a child a question, are you feeling angry right now? They're going to go, well, does it, what do you think? Or I'm not sure, or let me see. And we want, we don't want to add more chaos and more defensiveness. We want to deescalate that piece. So right. it's, usually, it's just a clear statement. Wow. I can see you're really angry right now. There's a part of you that must be feeling really nervous right now. And then the redirection piece is, this is usually the hardest piece for a parent is, this is where you might, you know, come with me, let's go get some ice cream. Uh, and that feels like, well, they're just, they're just, they just put a hole in the wall. But I, why would I feed them ice cream? Because typically a sweetness will help them bring them back to the present moment. Breast milk is probably the sweetest thing that you can take in. And it is, uh, it, re it resonates with the brain of like, oh, connection and love. Mm -hmm. um, even if they didn't get breast milk, there's something, there's something sweet about getting something. And kids typically are sugar, sugar and food addicts. So let's cater to that so that we can redirect to connect to then bring them back to the initial issue, right? Right. So that might be so. When I say redirect, it almost like take them out of the room or situation that they're in, right? Because if we remain in the situation, then we're remaining in the trauma trigger point. Yeah. Take them out. And when we can cross literally and figuratively cross a threshold, our brain will shift. You know, it's kind of like you ever gone into a room and kind of go, why did I come into this room? Yeah. Here, if we step out of the room and go back to where we originally were, we're like, oh yeah, yeah, I went to go get my keys, mm -hmm. right? So the brain does that automatically. It's going to do the same thing. So okay. we're going to redirect, and then that, and it's that's not the time to connect. That's to redirect. Hey, come with me, you know. And that might be times when I have parents like, you know, stick a tootsie roll in the kid's mouth. It's like, wow, it looks like you could do, use a little mom's love right now. Not a problem. Here it is. Um, and we can talk about that, right? This, these are all things that, you know, take this with a grain of salt because these are just suggestions. Mm -hmm. This is, you know, when you're working with me on a, from a therapist perspective and you're working with your own therapist, you want to talk about this and make your own plan, right? On how you're going to do this. These are just guidelines. Um, so then we redirect and then through that redirection, hopefully your nervous system and the child's nervous system has dropped down a little bit so that there can be a connection. Wow, I can see you had a really hard time there. You know, let's tell you what, let's go and pick up that, that, those, that glass or let's go, you know, let's figure out how we could maybe patch that wall up. And it may right. take a little time before that can happen, but that's the goal, right? The goal is to do the restitution through connection so that the child can move from feeling shame to feeling guilty. Because when a child feels guilty, they're gonna want to fix it. When a child right. feels shame, 
they're going to want to hide and, and deny and become defensive. Right. So, so that's a lot of material that I just kind of go yeah. into this box. Um, so Holly, can you recap just really briefly just to see how much, and then I can add on to it for you. All right. Let me see. So we've got fast and snappy, right? The first time mom and dad's way. Oh, wow. You are so good. Okay. Yeah. We have no negotiation. Yep. We have always, uh, I love you. You're my kid and doesn't matter what else is going on. And the last one, I don't remember what the last one is. Okay, that's okay. The last one is like using the, because the, the last one's kind of a little bit nebulous. The last one is mm. about, is about the parts language. It's parts language. It's also about, um, to, you know, being able to take the expanse of time, right? To, to be able to say, this is when you can um, move into uh, the expanse of time of, hmm, let's stop and think about this for a moment. Mm -hmm. A little sometimes a little tricky. Okay. Sometimes when I'm working with a particular family, that side, I might add that the child, depending on the age of the child and what's happening, that might be a time when I say to a child, this is when they're doing well or anything in between to horrible that they still have to ask, what may I do next mom? Yeah. Um, and that they might need to do strong sitting. So there's, there's, there are some real clear, concrete skills in there that help with the expanse of time. Okay. So then, so yeah, so um, so glad you can't remember that because I was able to kind of add on, you know, yes. that's something that that is kind of up for. Let's see what tricks we have in the bag that we might put in place that might shift over time, mm -hmm. but are not about um, behavior. It's more just about the developmental stage that your child is in. Right now within the box, we have uh, acknowledge. And so you want to acknowledge with compassion and without attachment to the outcome right? Mm -hmm. uh, we're going to validate and I see you are feeling, make a statement about uh, they're feeling angry or scared. Uh, so however they're feeling in that moment. Don't forget the part. That's where the parse language comes in really, really well, right? I see okay. part of you is. That makes sense. Yeah. That makes perfect sense. Yeah. And then redirect to connect. So um, physically move them out of that room and do something sweet to do the, the, the reconnection. And, um, and then I think that's also where part of that delayed consequences right. comes in as well. So, yeah. So that right. was my takeaway. Yeah, that was good. That was good. So good. So, um, so that's just kind of in a nutshell, I, you know, Holly and I will doing be more doing more podcasts and kind of breaking this down a little bit. Um, and talking to other um, professionals that do this same similar work and they'll have different wording, which is always nice to kind of hear different ways that would might make it click for you. Um, so hopefully that was helpful. You know, as always, as Holly will say, feel free to contact us. Yeah, that was great. And uh, we'll, we'll work on getting a graphic. So yes. uh, yep. now that uh, we've, we've shared uh, verbally what it is, we'll, mm -hmm. we'll get a visual representation as well. So thank you everybody for joining us uh, for another episode of the Rad Parenting Podcast. We are here to support you in, in whatever way you need. If you have questions, please feel free to reach out to us. Our website is fullcirclefamilycounseling.com or you can reach out to us by email anytime. It's rad at fullcirclefamilycounseling.com. Again, this has been a podcast brought to you by Tracy Turner, licensed clinical mental health counselor based in North Carolina. Look forward to seeing you next time. Thank you.